Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Next is now. As we look forward to what's next, we know that when it comes to the pandemic, our economy and our politics, uncertainty isn't going anywhere anytime soon. But that makes it really hard for Americans to navigate their finances. So many are wondering how they can invest in such a volatile climate or how they can keep up with the the big dogs on Wall Street or how they could put some money into savings. Or is anything they're doing actually going to help them achieve their financial goals in the end? Uh, So we turn to get some answers to these questions to uh, our good friend Charles Mizrahi, who joins us. He is the founder of the Alpha Investor, very popular financial newsletter and uh, has a new book out as well. Charles, thanks for coming back to the program. Oh, my pleasure, boy. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been way too long, and uh, I wanted to get your take uh, on where we are and the uncertainty. Uh, I think there are so many Americans who, in the uncertainty, have decided that the best thing to do is to just hunker down and do nothing. What do you say to them? First of all, when was it ever certain? <laughs> You know, times are always uncertain. The future is always uncertain. So uh, there's nothing unique or amazing about that. Uh, Every time you're about to invest or do something, times always seem challenging and scary and and uncertain. Uh, The point is, is that it really doesn't matter if you have a long-term outlook and you buy great companies that are selling at bargain prices run by outstanding CEOs. It's always a great time to invest because American GDP, American prosperity continues to go up and higher and higher each and every year. Oh, and and that's so important. Uh, I, I think we need to remember that in times like these, there's, there's always been times like these. Uh, and uh, a, a great uh, religious leader once said, it's, it's better to lean into the stiff wind of opposition than it is to hunker down and do nothing. And I think it's also true that even in the worst of times is when some of the the greatest investments are made, some of the greatest breakthroughs, break withs, and and great companies begin in really tough times. Yeah, you couldn't get it better. You couldn't have said it better. Uh, You know, right after 9-11, I was looking at this the other day, right after 9-11-2001, the market looked terrible. The economy looked terrible. We didn't know what was happening. Terrorism, it was just devastating, especially for someone like myself who was in New York and all New Yorkers and, and also those who were in Washington. But since then, since then, the market has gone up close to fivefold. So if you uh, hunkered down and got nervous and didn't do anything, by not doing anything, you're making a decision. And that decision is, I will let inflation eat up my money. That's mm-hmm. really what you're saying. 
Oh, that's such a good point. Uh, I want to go back to what you mentioned in your, your opening comment there, Charles. When you talk about investing in companies, you talked about looking and investing in companies that have great leaders. We talk about leadership a lot on this program. Uh, and I think a lot of people don't think that all the way through when it comes to their investing. How should investors be looking at leaders of companies? How do you best assess that? Well, in several ways. Uh, one is the same way you follow basketball players, baseball players, football players, or anybody. You look at the track record. You look at what the uh, how they've done over the time that they've been in uh, a CEO and running the company. How did they did they increase earnings? Did they increase revenue? And how did the stock price move over the last four to five years? That's really it. it. It's nothing more complicated than that. And with today, it's just absolutely amazing. Because back in the day, I used to run, back 30, 40 years ago, I had to run around to different conferences to listen to these CEO talks, to talk, and really get a feel of, of how they communicated. Today, all you have to do is type into YouTube a, a CEO of a company you're looking at and listen, listen to what he has to say uh, uh, and, and hear how they communicate. And if you can understand what they're saying, it all makes sense, then he probably or she probably is communicating that same message to their uh, to his workers, to their to their workers, to their staff, to their, to their customers. Yeah, I, I love that. And it, uh, we never have had more access to information and to be able to get a, a little sneak peek, I guess, inside organizations and how uh, leaders are communicating that way. Uh, and as you said, the the outcomes, the results really matter. We had George Will on the program last week and we're talking about baseball. And he said the thing he loves most about baseball is at the end, you are your record. <laughs> There's no hiding behind any kind of excuses. After 162 games, you are your record. And I think that's the, the, the same is true for, uh, for leaders and for companies in terms of uh, producing those kinds of results. Yeah, as we say in Brooklyn and the schoolyards when we play basketball is let your game speak for itself. You know, let the game talk. You could say whatever you want, but are you putting up points and, and how are you, how are you playing the game? That's all that matters. You know, it, it, you can't really fudge, uh, how good a leader is, uh, by talking a big game because after a while, one, two, three years, how are the sales? How are the earnings? How's the company performing? All the great talk and all the great BS doesn't mean anything. It's the numbers that count. And it's a pretty objective way to look at, uh, at any business. Yeah, the, the outcomes really do matter. And uh, we have a saying at our house, Charles, if you have to declare it, you're not it. Uh, like when my kids would say, I'm an adult, it's usually because they were doing something childish. If someone has to say, I am a leader or our company is awesome, uh, or as you said, uh, if you have to say you're, uh, you got game, uh, you're not it. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Last question for you, Charles. Uh, what is something that we're not thinking about as investors, again, regardless of the, the scale or where we are, uh, what is the one thing that we're not thinking enough about in terms of our investing and preparing for our financial future? Time frame. Uh, we want everything uh, yesterday. If we buy something, we want it to go up in a half hour. And if it doesn't go up in a half hour, we'll give it to the end of the day and we're done. Uh, patience is really a virtue. And, and patience for investors have really shortened over over time. People used to hold stocks for years, sometimes longer, decades. Now they hold them for two to three months uh, at, at best. Mm. And uh, there are even many who just hold them even shorter. And that doesn't make any sense. Uh, the way to make money 
in the stock market especially is buying a business, which really what a stock is, a piece of a business, uh, paying less than it's worth, run by outstanding leadership with a great, good tailwind pushing it higher, industry tailwind pushing it higher, and then, then just sit back and relax. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah, so good. Charles Mizrahi, the founder of Alpha Investor. Uh, it's a great financial newsletter. You can get that. Also, his new book is called Wall Street Profits for Main Street Investors. It's one of those must-reads as you look at your financial future in some pretty uncertain times. Charles, thanks as always for joining us. Oh, my pleasure, boy. Thank you for having me. All right, all the best. Uh, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, you know what day it is? Think about our farmers. We're going to talk about it coming up next. Stay with us. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.